barber, he had me out there looking for, he called it a boo-boo cap. So when I went into the beauty spot store, I was like, can I get a boo-boo cap? They said, excuse me? I said, that's what my barber told me it was, a boo-boo cap. She she was so, like, concerned. She literally looked at me. She said, well, let me look it up first. So she went and looked it up. She said, oh, it's one of those spandex caps. Yeah, we got those. But I never knew they called them a boo-boo cap. I said, I think my barber just wanted me to look embarrassed at this beauty supply store. It was rough. Mm, so. It's hot out here, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I've been on this site like, taking care of my hair way so bad. This weekend, I went and got uh, some satin sheets, satin Ooh! pillows. I just want my waves to swim for the summer. That's all I need. Satin sheets and satin pillows. So satin sheets. Can swim. That's it. That's the only reason. What I didn't realize sick. is uh, satin sheets is also built they're not built for relationships. No, you slide all over the place. No, they get hot. <laughs> oh, that part too. That's the part I was like. Uh, I had the fan on high and the temperature at 68, and I was sweating. I said, uh, and I not really breathable. Um, but my waves were swimming. <laughs> see, uh-uh, they're going to be swimming. They're going to be swimming. you going to be swimming too. Yeah, in a pool of sweat. Mm -mm -mm. My sweats ain't no joke, so I don't know how that. So let me see. First question. Oh, first question I ask everybody. Uh, who are you? I am. And you have to speak up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I am. Well, first off, my name is Maya. Okay. Um, I am your stepmother. The whole you step now? No, but just for the other people to know. In reference, she's to my mother, and if y'all want to do semantics, somebody need to pay me. I am your mother, yes, I am, but I didn't give birth to you. But me and your mother love you both the same. Okay, and okay. kill me both the same. Yes, I That's can take I mean. you out, and I can give my last breath for you. So yeah, um, but as far as who I am, um, I'm everything. Okay. Well, I and, mean, and and nothing at all. So uh, it's that that is who I am. It, it's a duality and everything. Uh -huh. So I see. My big word is balance. I don't believe in duality. No, the balance part add is multiple things to it. So duality kind of limits it to two. No, it's it's just basically the balance of it all. I understand the fact that I am uh, a light, and my light shines for everyone to see. But I also know that there is a deep darkness in me that can See about hearing her. do do damage. Oh. You know, like the whole incredible hope you wouldn't like me when I'm oh. angry. Oh gotcha. So yeah, that part. Um mm. but I strive for balancing it all and things get overlooked and when you look at everything in totality. But you do the best you can with what you got and no. you become aware of I'm, it. I'm gonna let you, you know. change. This podcast is an interview, so you don't have to be politically correct. You can say as you feel and feel as you say. Because uh, every time people get on there, they see the little red light blinking. And they say, well, let me start talking like I'm going to get a new job. No, not that. But so I just want to provide some clarity. I just wanted yeah. to give you the, hey, the floor is yours. Whatever the floor what is. And also, you had a right. If you don't like it, like I tell everybody else, Cameron, cut it out. <laughs> I understand. So, um. Let me see. What is your profession? 
we'll start with the, the stuff that you work for others and then we'll get to working for yourself. Oh, so you mean my clock in. Yes. Okay. What's your clock in? My clock in is um, an assembly worker at a plant. Okay. I work for um, SP Motherson in Vance. Okay. Um, they're a contractor for Mercedes. So I work there. That is my clock in. Oh, so you and General Forward are best friends. No. Because he started the assembly line, right? Well, but he we're stole not best it, friends. That's not our business. Look, we, yeah, we ain't got nothing to do with that. But, hey, that's, that, is what I, that is what I clock in to do. So do you guys assemble the cars from the ground up at that facility? or No, we make, um, well, that particular place where I am, they make the belt lines. Like the door panels inside okay. of the door. Mm -hmm. So they mold those and fashion those and send them over to Mercedes. Uh -huh. So that they can be assembled on the front of the door. Like the inside. So you have panel. a whole warehouse for a door. They have the whole warehouse for molding the doors. They bring materials in. They mold the doors Jeez. into. Yeah. So they have specs and, and. So there's a whole other facility for like engines and a whole facility. Yes. Because like the, the body, they they make the inside of the door, and they also make bumpers, um, for them as well, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, they, they there's a whole plant for those two things, and they send See, them over so they can be assembled. I was under the impression that like the assembly line in the same building, you get the start and the mm -hmm. finish. The whole business aspect of it all was it was easier for them to contract it out. Okay. Contract that particular part of the business out. I had an episode with uh, my Uncle Brett and he was telling me about the same kind of works with warehouse business. So I'm starting to realize most of these mass companies usually don't build a big business off of anything other than contracts. Well, in the beginning they build it and they know exactly how they mm -hmm. want it made. So in the beginning, very beginning, they they are more hands on. Let's so do it all ourselves at first. But then once you see somebody or they realize they're paying their employees too much, they see if they can find somebody cheaper. To, cheaper, oh. you know. But yeah. let's let's pay. You can't this. be successful unless somebody's getting robbed. Eh. No, nah, I'm not gonna claim that. Nice. We ain't robbing nobody, and we are gonna be successful. Amen. But um, yeah, it, it was easier for them to do it that way, cheaper. Mm -hmm. And there are other people wanting jobs, creating jobs. They could mass produce something and send it to them. So, okay. so uh, via pandemic, how did that work with you guys as a contractor? Was there a fear that y'all would lose the contract due to just no money coming in? Or No, I never had a fear. And I've never had a fear during the pandi pandemic. Regardless of what was going on, my faith has been, hey, God got us. That's it. That's all. Nothing else. If I can't control it, I can't do nothing about it. You, you low blood pressure, go you. Baby, I'm working on hey. it. If I, pardon my language, but it's the three F's. If they don't fuck you, mm -hmm. feed you, or finance you, they don't fucking matter. Hey, I agree with that. So that's it. That's all. So if I can't change it, I can't change nothing about it. We're going to pray about it. Mm -hmm. Give it to God and mm -hmm. let it go. That's you showing your duality. You had a little cussing and then a little spiritual. Ah! Look, at you. Look, we're not even 10 minutes in and you out here. Wilding in these streets. Yeah. So, um, how long have you worked for SP? Um, 
My June 25th, it'll be four years. Congratulations. Praise the Lord. We thank God for insurance and 401k. Because you know that's your clock in. That's my clock in, baby. That's my clock in. So I guess that means we can have a conversation via benefits. Does that keep you there for that position, the benefits that come with the job, or is it more so on the pay rate aspect? Neither one. I'm there at this moment in time because that's where the Lord wants me to be. Okay. That's it. Because I, I, I thought in my head, like, I should, you know, I, should, I need to move. You know, we got, they got better paying jobs, places mm-hmm. with better benefits, mm-hmm. this, that, and whatever. But in my spirit, it's like, nah, mm-hmm. you, you right where you need to be. My mom's on the villa. My other mom mm-hmm. is telling me that uh, I'm at that, like, I guess, you know the first time you got a nice outfit and you want to wear it, but it's the wrong event to wear it to? Mm. I'm like that on my capabilities to do my job so far. So I'm like, oh, I think I'm great at this. I should be moving up. And she's like, maybe, but you should earn your stripes. So I'm millennialing, if that makes sense. I Millennials, you- we're impatient. We, we you, very you much- are. You are very. But you want it right now. We just it's cause right now, but we don't realize. I guess you don't know what you know until you know it, and sometimes that takes time. That does take time, and then you never know why God has you in a position. Like He's for me, mm-hmm. or what I feel, He's building the foundation for what I want to create later on. Okay. So as long as I understand that this is where He wants me to be, mm-hmm. and that He's doing His due diligence in me mm-hmm. to to so that our foundation has no cracks when we come to our generational wealth and our generational health mm-hmm. knowing who we are he want us out that foundation completely solid so that is why one of the reasons i feel like i am where i am okay like this is where i'm supposed to be like like the memes, um, the little TikTok reels where you holding God's hand and you waiting. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Oh. So I'm waiting. I don't have TikTok. You know, I don't either. I'm still a rebel in the family. No, I don't have it either. So we, we you know your that. husband has a TikTok and I, I don't. Know. I know. It's hilarious. It, it's okay. I try but, to tell everybody. My dad be showing me TikToks. And every time he send me one, I have to prove <laughs> I'm not a robot. I'm like, oh, God. But it, it annoys you enough. You almost be like, well, let me just get it. And then I'm like, no. No. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because I'm too busy on other social media sites as it is. I'm too busy trying to get away from other social media sites. Well, that too. And and then you you be off for a while. And you realize you done missed 20 million birthdays. And you feel a little guilty. And you try to go back a little bit. I feel like I'm like... My brain can only take in so much. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to eat for dinner. I mean, and for the day, I had cereal for dinner. So it's like, it's just too much. It's too much. Too, sorry, I missed your birthday. My bad. I know, right? And if your birthday was so important to you, you should have told me it was your birthday. Now, some people say that's uh, selfish. Of me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you really want me to acknowledge, do like Amaya do. Amaya called me three years before her birthday. Oh, My birthday coming up in three years, and I'm like... I know. Okay. You expect her to be calling soon, talking about her birthday. No, no. Spring break is right now, so she definitely. No, it's not. Bought- no, it's spring week. Spring week. Spring week. Yeah, it's like homecoming in the springtime. But they that's, go to school. This that's this week. So they still gotta go to school. Yes. Oh no, baby. Mm-mm. Spring break isn't until uh, Romans the twenty eighth of March. March. Yes. Mm. It's the twenty eighth of March. Okay, we can go to your education. Okay. We should skip that. Where did you attend college? Oh, I went to UA. Okay. 
Roll tag. I did. Uh, but aren't you an Auburn fan? I. You are serious about this duality. <laughs> well, let's say okay. So I graduated in two thousand one mm-hmm. with a bachelor's degree in business management, business administration, business okay, we management. Don't conclude with that. With a minor in women's studies, and after that, I went and got my massage therapy license. Okay, so I went to profession. Virginia. I went to Virginia College in two thousand. Graduated from there in two thousand three. Okay, but even though I did all that. I worked as a bartender for, the last, for those 20 years after that. And in you know, now. you say duality, but you're more balanced than you are duality. And I don't think you realize that. It's okay. Because it takes a certain type of balance to be able to, one, I mean, you kind of have all aspects of humans. You know how money works with the business administration, the quality of touch with the massage therapy, and then the ability to unwind or relax to be able to, I guess speak with people is the bartender because I mean, well, and me, and I heard then, everybody's bartender is a therapist, so bartender therapist, yeah. But but that's that's just I've I've taken care of people my entire life, okay. like since I was a little girl. I would give my grandmother her insulin shots. I would comb her hair, rub her feet, sit up under her, and learn. So, but I've always taken care of people. I started working when I was eleven. Um, She's only 25, guys, so that's like 15 years. Yeah, I'm 46. Praise the Lord. 46. <laughs> but um, since I was 11, I've been I've been taking care of folks. I've been working. So I've been In your ringtone, hustling by Rick Ross? <laughs> either hustling or uh, I'm on a new, new level. Oh, God. I'm on a new level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a new level. Yeah, baby. It's levels to all of this. Okay, so. It's levels to life. Give me a time span of every profession because you said massage therapy how long have you been doing that um since 2003 and then bartending Uh, you did i'd started bartending before i was 21 actually um i'm not gonna tell nobody it's okay it is what it is hey they can't get me after 20 some years (laughs) so um i started bartending in at the citizens club in tuscaloosa and old charlie's in tuscaloosa oh and, well, you know, well back too. in those days, they, they didn't really pay no attention. I know. Them. I yeah. So until yeah. now, that's when I realized I was old. Uh, I showed Haley a meme. And they were like, "I realized everybody checks my car and they don't blink." And then I asked why, and they're like, "It's like because we see the 19." I said, "Oh, oh. snap! <laughs> I'm old like that. 19. If you in the 19s, I mean, you over 21. No mm-hmm. matter what. That's true. That is so, true. Um, but. and it's funny. It seems like. You graduated with your business administration, but you didn't become an entrepreneur until, I would say, what, 10 years after you got the degree? Yeah. It actually, um, I didn't start that until my stepfather, Lord rest his soul, um, mm-hmm. had some wine, mm-hmm. and then... I heard about making flavored moonshine, and I wanted to do both of those. Okay. So I started doing that, and that just snowballed into everything else. It, it started. It was a spark of your creative mind, or it's just let you realize that was your first. That was my success. first. That was my first actual thing that I tried on my own. Okay. Um. Did you ever fail? Oh, I failed twenty million times. Mm. 
I've made wine that tasted wow. like vinegar. I've made, but I've made wine that tasted like champagne. So, wow. I mean, you have highs, you have lows. I've had different flavors of moonshine or adult beverages. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, all yeah. of it. Yeah. And then it's, your other big entrepreneurship that I enjoy is your skincare. Okay, so the skincare would be um, body butter. Mm-hmm. I have a face cream as well, under eye cream as well. Um, mm-hmm. Sugar scrub as well. Yeah, I do. Sugar scrub as well. Different flavors of that. Um, I also do bracelets, waist beads, so necklaces. So you promote the body being and feeling beautiful. As best it can. Um, Why like, is that? Almost like an energetic reset. Yeah, that was one of my other E's I was going to get to energy, but we're going to keep in the entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, how do you throw these ideas on the wall and how do they stick? Because, <laughs> I mean, to me, I don't see moonshine being connected with body beads or bracelets or skincare, but you kind of seem to have found a lane, and when you throw something at the wall, it kind of hits every time. Um, well, first off, I know that I'm a creator. Okay. And and that is basically one of the things that I, I love to do. That is my heart's just desire and mm-hmm. my soul and my spirit. I am a creator. So I can create when there when when a problem arises, mm-hmm. I open my mind up so that I can receive some sort of solution. Okay. Like the body butter came about because your dad had eczema. Oh, me too. Roman has had started, you know, getting a couple spots, dry patches or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's where the body butter came from. And it was basically make it as rich as possible so that it can absorb, quote, mm-hmm. go into the skin and nourish it as far as so so that whatever was going on would be basically put at ease. Mm-hmm. Um the bracelets came about because I'm a big person about words and okay. how you use your words. So I started making little bracelets. Start off, they were five dollars. Okay. Little bracelets with words like victory or faith mm-hmm. or love or so. Um, would that beautiful. be your love language? Would be words of affirmation. One of your big ones. One of my love. My biggest love language would be acts of service. Okay, that also ties into entrepreneurship. <laughs> that that like that. That's it. Now, I love gifts, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's like almost being able to breathe easy when when things are done. Mm -hmm. Being able to take that little exhale that, you know, it's not so much weight on your shoulders when when things are just Mm -hmm. handled. So that's one of of them. Okay, audience, I'm going to give a story time because while I'm interviewing my mother, we are also working, so she's never stopping. So I'm going to give the story about how we met and uh, the difficulties of gaining a son that didn't want to be gained. (laughs) So um, let me see. How did it start? Well, first and foremost, like I've told you guys, I'm the oldest of six. I mean, they're all my siblings, but I guess there's halves and technicalities. Cameron was my troubled brother when I first met him. So, there was a little competition because he was going to be taller than me and I could tell. And he liked music a little bit more than I did and I thought nobody liked music more than I did. So, I put all the blame of that on 
my mom. It was her fault because, I mean, she came for him. But when we first met, I don't know, I was in that, uh, what, 13? So I was mad at the world for no reason, making up excuses of why I didn't like people, even if I didn't have an excuse. So I gave her a hard time. You know, I was like, if you're going to be my mama, you're going to earn it because I had some power, which I didn't. <laughs> but uh, let me see. She was just too nice. It was annoying. I was like, she's going to crack one of these days. She still ain't cracked. It's 15 years old. <laughs> She's still here. So, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I kept being mean or trying to be slighting. Or is that a word? Slighting? Oh, I was spiteful more so. That's the word. I was mad spiteful. I was like, ah, well, maybe she hates me enough. She want to get rid of my dad. I can have my dad all to myself. Selfish complex of a child. But she also gave me, I mean, two of the greatest things in my life. Probably a brother who will... I speak to every single day and also as a producer and also my favorite person to argue with and the young bundle of joy who's also my kid in training because I mean she knows I'm probably gonna start having children sometime soon with that being said when you got a cheat code like a 10 year old oh oh my god yeah a practice well more like a practice adult he acts like he's 25 years old he's a wise soul for his age and his understanding is amazing to only be nine. I tell him he's a genius, and he knows it. So he is. He's gonna be on the episode one of these days because he's just intelligent enough. He's very and and his wisdom is just just like it, it will amaze you for him to be so young. So, but it's funny because I mean, for her, mom took in four kids, mm-hmm. and I was upset about taking in one. one. Well, two, because you also included in the package deal. So I just laughed because I was like, I thought I could, like, on one gang up everybody to get rid of her. It didn't work <laughs> at all. She's still just too decent of a human being. She's, she's serious about energy, which is one of the other E's we're going to get back to when she gets done finishing her stuff. But uh, let me see. We had some moments where I was smelling myself. Moments, but it was okay. We've also had some moments when I've probably been in my lowest of lows. She's always probably had an answer. She's very big on uh teaching me about healing my body the proper way and also learning to ask for what I need because yes. I'm really bad at that. I get that from my dad throwing through. That is true. Uh, she also is probably the first mother figure that gave me the ability to feel expression on a more sensitive scale. My mom's a little hard to. For sure. Well, my biological mother, if we're doing all these stats and numbers. Yeah, it's just, it's just for understanding. It's not that it's not that there that we even yeah, act no. like that. You definitely did make me realize, is it okay to cry? Maybe I it know. is. It's okay to cry. It's okay to show your emotions. You all that stuff bottled up, that creates sickness in your body. Technically, you were the first expression I learned of like what true love looks like. Cause I did everything in my power to try to get rid of that. And then I said, well, dang, well, what is it that keeps them together? And I was like, oh. So it's funny because you also help mold kind of my relationships because now I'm dating a Sagittarius and you're a Sagittarius. I tell I everybody am. I'm a carbon copy of my dad. It's hilarious. It's okay. And? It's okay. I am a Sagittarius, um, but I am on the very last day of Sagittarius, so I am not your normal. Well, I ain't normal no way. Well, so you said that from then the there, Then there's that. I'm not normal, and it's okay. I love it. Mm, so. I do. What else did we get to? Yeah. Now, I think we've made enough time. So, the big word I want to get to, because I'm going to do the, the words, letters with the word E are going to be persistent in this 
interview questionnaire. Energy. If I know anybody who can express energy, it's you. So first and foremost, give a definition of what you believe energy is and how do you think it affects what's going on currently and how energy can affect the future. Okay, so... Energy is uh, vibrations. Energy is, uh... yeah. Keep going. Vibrations, feelings, objects, I mean, everything contains energy. Everything is energy. It's just in different forms and vibrates at different frequencies. Now, you know I'm a science nerd, so to me, I'm going to say, okay, atoms, boom, boom, Yes, atoms vibrate at a certain frequency. Everything in here vibrates at a certain frequency, even our bodies. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency. It, It... if your vibe or your energy is mm-hmm. off, then I know something ain't right. 
It might be as far as your mind or it might be physical. Mm. But usually by hugging you, I'm going to be like, mm, okay, right. what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's really going on with you? Because if oh. it's not that normal, vibrant, hey, ma, and the, oh, I so mean. Oh, so you're saying I got a bad poker face. <laughs> baby, when you vibe off, I feel it. Yeah. I just know. Like, hey, this, this, some ain't right. And I've, we need to either this. sit down and talk about it or I'm, I'm let you know that I'm, I'm available to listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, energy is everything. And How do you true. get people to, well, you're a very much so hugger. How do you know when someone doesn't want to reveal their energy to you? They, they stay tense or locked up. Uh-huh. So do you think you can read energy? Without having to be in physical contact? Usually, yes. But but as far as the family is concerned, when I hug you and if you don't let me in, something is way off. Okay. Because we are a family of huggers. For sure. And even even your sister Amaya, she, she said, even if she's sluggish, she's still there for the hug. Yeah. And she still gives in. Yeah. You know, so if you don't give in, it's, something is way off. That's a fun fact. Uh, Haley... When uh, she first met y'all, she said, oh, my gosh, they're huggers, and I'm so excited. Because that's, like, her, like, that's her, like, test of do you like me or not. So she was like, they all just hug, and they just hug so well. I just yeah, and then I was just, like, excuse me? A, a hug lets you know if the family likes you or not? Baby, she, yes. But she took it seriously. It's that energy. If if you give me a hug and you give me a little church hug, just so, how you doing, that, you don't really mean it. Yeah. Now, if you do it and you really squeeze a little bit. I know you meant that. Mm. You know you were just trying to do it in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. But if, I mean, you, you just know. You feel it. You know. Mm. Okay. But, so how do you think energy has affected the world today? It's, I think, because it's not balanced. Okay. The whole thing is some people are waking up. Some people aren't. Some people don't want to wake up. It's, it's, it's all about the person and how much they're willing to heal and raise their vibrations and raise their energy level. Because just like you said before, if you mm-hmm. don't know, you don't know. True. And until they wake up, change their mindset, they won't be able to do or accomplish what it is they set out to do. Because you create your own reality. You create your life. You create... You are the creator of your life. Mm-hmm. You are the creator of your reality. Your words hold the key to what it is you're experiencing now. Okay. So if I say, um, if I say, hey, money's really hard to come by. You spoke that into existence, into your future. So now it's hard to come by. It's going to keep being hard to come by until you change your words. Good thing I say, well, I'm not concerned about money. It's going to be here as long as I got hands and feet. That's kind of how I run my life. So, but. <laughs> oh, if, my pop out here flexing bread. Okay. I mean, I saw like one or two presidents. The president's right, day was right. like three weeks ago. Right. So, uh, it's none of my business. But <laughs> your words, your vibes, your energy create your reality. They create your world. They create your faith. Y'all. They create. If y'all saw my dad right now, he is definitely showing off cards as well. He said, I don't need no Benjamins. I got Master. I got uh, Vusa. 
a visa or whatever. Oh <laughs> he got all the American espresso. <laughs> he got every last one of the cars. My dad out here killing trees. Right. Basically, he's not the humanitarian of the year. <laughs> but back to that. <laughs> But you, you do, you create your own reality. So your energy mm -hmm. of your words or the energy of your vibration, I mean, all of that plays a factor in all that you do. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you keep mixing me up. I mean, yeah, that could be that too. But it, it you made me lose my train of thought. Okay, I could throw something out. Okay. Now, the Allen family is very humorous, so we can also distract from what our actual energy is via our ability to make one laugh. How do you see through that and get to what you need to get to? Because we will joke our way out of a serious topic. Yeah, but the laugh ain't so hard. Or, it, ain't, it ain't the same. It's still not the same vibration because even laughing in your pain, there's no, there's a different vibration as far as mm. laughing in your pain and laughing in your joy. Okay. So those are different vibes too. So I mean, it's it's it can't be explained, and I wish I could explain it the way I understand it. Try. Oof, baby, I don't know if y'all got all day for that. Listen, I'm still recording, and my phone will charge, so you good. <laughs> <laughs> um. When did you first realize that you could detect energy? How about that? Okay, like when so, did it start to click for you that that is no. okay, so tidy. I used to be a complete and total control freak. Okay. Like most people, I was worried about 20 million things going on in my life. I was worried about bills and, and making ends meet and, and just so worried and so stressed over every single thing I used to be. Mm -hmm. But what really changed my life, which is a funny story. So you can keep it or you cannot. This one Thanksgiving, my um, I had a, an adult snack. Oh. And I ate the entire adult snack. Oh, you had chips ahoy, got it. So the adult snack, um, I ate, and I went. I came home, and mind you, it was Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So it took about two three hours because because it's it, it, it was good it, it, it was good so mm -hmm. it took two to three hours sugar for, the for them for, them, <laughs> for all that sugar to kick in yeah baby once that sugar kicked in for real oh lord baby you, you know that song um <laughs> start your spaceships on baby <laughs> baby chocolatey wasted baby <laughs> oh god so angels and ancestors, <laughs> and as soon as I saw them, that looked the visco, like. Didn't it? Right, as soon as <laughs> I saw them, they said, "Hey y'all, here she go." I know I heard every single one of them sit up there saying, "We've been waiting on you." <laughs> they said it. I promise you. I promise you. Did you get the outdated batch of chips or Baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I saw all of those angels and ancestors, and they they was they was happy to see me. And they was they was cheering, mm. you know. There she go. We've been waiting on so her. So this is your first sense of losing control of anything, then. Basically, in your life. So that so it scary. forced it forced me it forced me outside of my box okay. that I oh had my put God. myself in. It made me realize it's more to this shit. Huh. 
like whatever I've been learning here, whatever I've been learning, because, you know, you go to church, you, you go to Bible study, but you still only learn so much or your understanding is only so much. Mm -hmm. This made me realize that it's more to it. They're not telling me everything. So I'm going to find out for myself. So I have been constantly seeking knowledge since mm -hmm. then, trying to gain more understanding, asking for guidance, talking to God about, hey, show me the truth of what it is because you and I have had the conversation about the Bible being chopped and screwed. Yeah. I want to know the truth. Yeah. Whatever it is, Lord, let me know the truth. If this part of your word is true, that's fine. Well, if the whole thing is true, show me. That's the Trinity though. Most people I don't acknowledge uh, the Holy Spirit of being a Christian. That's the one that gets skipped out of a I lot because right. you can't fake spirituality. And, it's one of those and also it doesn't look the same as for anyone. And, or and, then, and then another thing is I'm not a religious person. Mm -hmm. I'm not an organized religious person. Do I believe in paying my tithes? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Discipline. Because that is just giving God back what's his. So I definitely believe in that. But it's it's still I'm not I'm not a religious person. I'm more of a uh, uh, I guess you say a seeker of the truth. I do believe in Jesus. I do believe in the Holy Spirit. You just want to believe. I want to believe what the truth is what and is, not, not what, what's told. Yes. I, I want I want to know what the actual ease is. I want to know how oh. all of this works together. You black Twitter. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how the moon hangs in balance with the seas and if and it was an ant, a, a micro, a tsunami. you know, a exactly. micro whatever. Like all, how does that work? You know, I want to, all of these factors in. Mm -hmm. And then the moon phases also affect your sinuses. Oh, clear to affect my sinuses. If I take it, <laughs> I'm good. If I don't take it. So, um, yeah. That's Romans. Uh, my, my boy out here running Michael Phelps, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? My dad is real good at distracting people. I told you, I get it. <laughs> but um, when I realized, I guess I caught the energy of uh, it is what it's going to be. I looked at my parents. I evaluated you guys, not in a rude way, but I said something got them to the level of unhappiness. Let me figure them out so I can avoid it in a sense. And that's a hard thing as a child because your parents are your superheroes. And you got to be a certain amount of adult to ask them adult questions. Yeah, you, you have to be a certain amount of adult to ask and, them the hard questions or bring up the hard, or even bring up the hard topics. It's because we, we're so surface level. To us, an adult question is, hey, dad, tell us about sex. And that's not a, hey, dad, tell me about the time you felt like alone or, hey, mom, tell me about the time you cried not because of me or how did you deal with your doubt? Yeah. And like, I guess the best lesson I learned and I kind of been evaluating. Don't have kids before 20, 25. You might be all right. You can live a little life. Well, I mean, because you're, it's, uh, it's, how does my dad say it? Your dreams aren't stopped, but they're put on hold deferred. because you have to take care of another human being. Definitely. And with that being said, you can't really have much thinking time to evaluate. You just have to be more of a doer. Yeah. Like, 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 like when it was just me and CJ, we were both in survival mode. Yeah. Plain and simple. We, we were trying to survive, and I that's how he was raised, based on survival. 
Whereas Roman, Roman, he got a blueprint and a cheat code for sure. Roman has a blueprint, a cheat code, and a bank account. Yeah. So, CJ didn't get that, and then we were on in survival mode. I made. Don't get me wrong. Parents make mistakes, but I made so many mistakes with that child. But glory to God, we didn't come to the. The breakthrough part. The breakthrough. We've done the healing part. Mm -hmm. I've apologized for my part and everything. Like, like. No, wow. A parent apologized. You know, people don't say that's that's not a thing. Baby, it's a thing because we because I was wrong. Plain and simple. There is no way around that particular issue. I was wrong. Not wrong in disciplining him. But wrong in in how far I took it. I was wrong in how I took how far I took it. Mm-hmm. And we've had the conversation. We've hugged. We we we've gone through that healing and that processing, and it's brought us closer. And I mean, and it's just for for our well being. Like that so this, baby, that baby needed to hear that. This chips ahoy made you break down all of this, baby. This chips ahoy set my life on a completely different path oh. and from where it was. Because at the rate I was going. I probably would have been had a heart attack by now trying yeah, to, trying to control every single thing. Trust me, I, I got a parent who does that. Baby, it's, I I I'd, I'd have had one by now. I had to. Trying to control every single thing, trying to make sure that you go this way instead of that way, or trying mm-hmm. to make sure that the towels are folded just so, or make sure that the clothes are just done. Just no, no, I'm so not. How do people deal with that pushback? Because if you've been this for X amount of years, the controlling. For you to lose control, that's almost like the captain of the ship saying, hey, we're going to flow however it goes. That's How did true. your your closest people re, react or respond to that? I was, I, I, I basically stayed quiet for the most part because mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot of stuff in my head, trying okay. to make it make sense. Okay. Trying to gain clarity on what I was doing, trying to, and then as I was learning to reiterate what I was learning, I was also teaching. Okay. So a lot of people, when I was doing the words of affirmation or mm-hmm. or listening to um, different Teachers. life coaches or YouTube channels or whatever sermon that I needed to do for my myself mm-hmm. and my mental health or or learning, I taught. It seems like your spiritual journey started to actually work when you directed it rather than when you let someone else direct it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So. I, I and, and actually, I really got closer to God after I started taking control of that part. Okay. And not just allowing it to happen, I guess, as it did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then it, it, it gave my life a little bit more meaning, I think. At least to me, not that my life didn't have meaning before, but it gave my life more meaning. Okay, so um, we did cover a little bit of parenting. So what's it like? Um, well, you had uh one household, well one child household. Then you moved to five. Then you moved to a fifteen year difference of your oldest and your youngest. How does that look in your different phases of your life? mean it's different i mean i dealt with it i've always been a person to kind of deal with whatever came in to me mm-hmm. so it wasn't really a 
dealing. It was more of, okay, adjust. Okay. So, you know, when somebody throws a punch, mm -hmm. you can't always take that punch directly. So you try your best to roll with it. And absorb it where you absorb can. Absorb where you can and the then let the rest go where it needs to. So I've always been a, a kind of, kind of go with the flow person. And okay, mm -hmm. if this is what comes into my lap, I can't change this. So let's see what we can make from it. Okay. Or let's see what we can do with this. Now, control freak and married, how does that work? <laughs> it don't. Oh, it really? Don't. Control freak and married don't work. You can't control nobody. Yeah. I mean, and then you trying to control the other person, baby, you're going to be sick. Huh? What you mean? That baby, uh-uh. Nope. We ain't, uh-uh. But you know, some people will say marriage is absolute sacrifice all the time. Uh-uh. It's not. Marriage is an absolute sacrifice all the time. Marriage is what it needs to be at its appointed time. Oh. So basically, stay off social media and let your own relationship influence yourself. No. Uh, I ain't gonna say stay off social media. Well, I mean, like, stop on social media. Run how oh, you deal oh, yeah. with your relationship. Yeah, that part definitely. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with that. No, I'm a because if I'm a millennial, so I've been on Twitter, and Twitter's very much so. I need my man to be like X, Y, and Z, and it's a. I mean, they, right. if they want to pray for that and manifest that, but they have to reach that frequency to get it. Because if you around here, you want this man, all this, if you ain't ready for that man, then you gonna fuck it up. Yeah. So, and then you praying for a man, were you specific in your prayers? Uh, I, if, you weren't, <laughs> if, you, if you weren't specific in your prayers, then you get what you get. The Lord is in your man with two feet, three arms, and two necks. If you weren't specific, that's your fault. It's a dragon? Baby, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Three, I don't know. But, I mean, you have to be specific in your prayers. You have to be specific in what they call their manifestations. Because that's all your prayer is, is a manifestation. It's all your manifestation is, is a prayer. Mm -hmm. You say in the universe, I say God. Okay. Basically, I mean, but you got to be specific in whatever it is you're asking for. So, for you, you don't really... Approach the world with expectations, which I no, I don't expect shit from nobody. And to, does that like, make life I mean, easier? I, let me check that. It's fine. It's code switching. We speaking on. No, <laughs> no. Um, I expect you to treat me with respect when you meet me. Mm -hmm. I expect if I speak, you speak back. Okay. But as far as expecting people to do something for you, mm -hmm. baby, people ain't got to do shit, and they don't owe you nothing. Yeah, y'all told us that a long time ago. So, expecting <laughs> things from people as far as that is a no. Mm. Uh-uh. Okay. Now, personal household is different. You expect your mate to love you. You expect your child to act well. Roman understands his job is school right now. And so, that's is. his job. Yeah. So, he understands that everybody in the house has a job. Yeah. Mommy has a job. Daddy has a job. You have a job. So, yeah. yeah they already know. Okay. Uh, let me see. What other topics that I want to get through? Um, we could do some if you knew now. Parenting advice you give yourself now if you could start all over again. If you, well, because your oldest is 24. Mm -hmm. If you could go back 24 years, what would you tell yourself? First thing. I would say... Forgive yourself. 
let them folks that ain't treating you about shit go. That's a tough one. Let it go. Because oftentimes we go through shit because we prolong it. Uh-huh. God said, okay, so here's the thing. God wants to get your attention. Mm-hmm. So he says, hey, say, I need you to go holler at such and such. So once Satan hollers at whoever it is, they God already knew he allowed it. Yeah. So he put it in your life for a reason. So he must be trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. So what he really wants you to do, to do, from my understanding, mm-hmm. let me clarify that, is just talk to him about it, give it to him, and trust him. Well, Don't just... go back and get it. <laughs> when you when you give it to him, leave it there. <laughs> well, we, I would say. We listen to God, and then we say, God, we want to hear you, and then we put our earbuds in, and uh, we start looking ah, for exactly looking for what he, instead of and, trying to hear. And, and God said, you told me to, you want to hear my voice. You didn't say nothing about seeing my face. And okay. if you wanted that, you should have put that in the prayer. God, like Santa Claus, sometimes, like, hey, whatever you want to listen. If you say, I want a bike, you can't be mad when Dad gets you with a little pink bike with the little flurries. And okay, because you weren't specific you in your prayer. You, you said a bike. A bike. Now, you didn't you say, Dad, I want the Harley bike with the big tire. I want the... The, the the trike with the blazing lights and the sound system and I want the little sound system on a bike. Yeah, bike, bikes have sound system. Trikes do. Yes, Lord. they have sound systems, baby. Boom. But <laughs> we make things last longer than they need to by mm. trying to control. You prayed about it. You gave to God, but as soon as you gave to God, you went back and picked it up. Yeah. But He taught you. You wanted me to handle it. But you came and got it right back. So I'm going to wait until you get tired. Well, giving God sounds nice on paper. <laughs> it, takes, it takes a different type of will to actually give it to him. Baby, I tell God, when, when things happen, something happened. The war happened. Lord, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. But Lord, I trust you. Gas prices going up. Lord, I trust you. Trust God for this gas car I got, but continue. Baby, I, tr- <laughs> I, I trust God. I've been rolling around with that little van like I'm the dad of the year. How hard I've been driving with this van. I ain't stunning. That gas car, swipe, swipe, swipe. I'll mm-hmm. be looking at the tank. I said, oh, Lord, y'all paying $100 a tank? I don't know how y'all doing it. <laughs> Thank God, though. <laughs> Look, the Lord supplies your every need. I, I suffer no lack mm-hmm. in anything. I suffer no lack in anything. Never I trust that statement. The, you only you put up with stuff by how long you want to put up with it. Yeah, God, God gonna let you let you sit up here and tussle with whatever it is until you get tired mm. and you finally let go mm. and you surrender, and then He'll be like, "Oh, you want to give it time. back? Okay, I'll take it and I'll take care of it now." So why do humans? I guess because. We really are our own problem, but we get mm-hmm. better with the person who is the problem rather than ourselves. That kind of seems a little half backwards, if you It is. It. We are ass backwards in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, we are ass backwards, baby. So basically, if we sat down and, and felt if you would the sit situation down, out, we could probably figure out a lot more. Yeah, I mean, and it's not to say that situations don't call, cause different emotions in you. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that you're not going to grow through, go through. The emotions, but the actual purpose is to grow through the emotions. But go through it, grieve, get mad, do whatever it is you need to do mm-hmm. to get it out of your body, and then let it go. It's That's out. A hard thing to Give do. to God. 
Give it to God. It's because people don't realize, I guess it's humans as a case by case. You know how you give one thing to God and it works. But you can somehow in your head make it, the situation a whole lot different when it's something else. You're like, mm-hmm. well, he did it this time, but this might be a different situation. I know, but and you're like, but, wait a minute, God. Like, I knew you you cut the lights on that one time I was short. But how you gonna <laughs> fix this relationship that I want to get out of? That's the thing. That's the thing. Stop worrying about how. Yeah. That's not. That's not. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Well, you need to make your prayer. Be specific in your prayer. And then give it to God and let it go. Dear God, Jeep Wrangler Electric 2022. Amen. Glo- Glory to God. Crazy. Don't even worry about it. And, and, I don't and care let- how you're going to do it. Just go on. Listen, just tell me where to pick up the keys. Okay. <laughs> hey, and leave it alone. Now, mind you, um, you might get a toy one because I don't know how specific you were. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. I don't know how specific you were. You might get a little toy one. But you make it over 2,000 pounds, Jesus. Okay, there you go. No, look, Those I, are mine. I had to come back and hit my back with a, my backless prayer. You ever did that? Came back to your prayer and had to be like, you know Adjusted. what? When I said this, I, I kind of wanted to like give an extra little perk to it. Hey, hey, you you need to be specific in it. I mean, and I mean that yeah. because if you're not, if you're not, then you're not gonna recognize the way that it comes. Well, there's a difference between praying for something that you have or praying for something that you deserve. And sometimes you think you deserve what you have, so asking for the deserving instead of what you have or keeping what you have that could be just the difference in your whole life. Well, it is according to you. It is according to you as your faith, if that's how I say it. I didn't say it. I don't know. But either which way it goes, what you get is how deep your faith is. Okay. So if you want, like the house that I told you I wanted. We can talk about that. Go ahead and bring it out. So like the house that I told you that I wanted, I Mm -hmm. got the blueprint in my phone. Mm -hmm. So it is to you according to your faith. That is, that's what there it is. There we go. So, it's according to my faith how that will happen. Mm-hmm. Or our faith, or however. But it is to me according to my faith. So, as much as I believe it'll happen, it'll happen. Okay. So, if I have complete and total faith that one day that house will be mine mm-hmm. with the acreage and whatever else, with the blueprint and the layout and everything. Mm-hmm. If I have complete and total faith and no doubt, it's mine. It's just the point of when. Then I got nothing to So for you, faith is you ask what you want and you don't ask the details. You provide the details you would like. Mm-hmm. And after that, Let it's, it go. it's over. You just move on with the rest of how your life is supposed to go. And listen, listen to God and be obedient. Because mm. where he wants me to go, he'll direct me. He'll show me. If he wants me to go and go to this bank or if he wants me to make this move or if he wants me. So that is my responsibility to be listening and willing and obedient when he says, do this, go here, be be a blessing to this person. Go check on Mm so-and-so. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Go check on so-and-so. You can repeat that. So, um, you said I can repeat that. Yeah, you can repeat that. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, that's tough. Listen, so I ain't going to lie, sound bites for you this episode. Obedience is better than sacrifice. My obedience to God is better than any other sacrifice that I can make. Or your obedience to your craft. Mm-hmm. No, my obedience to God. 
Because uh, my, my obedience to God will make room for my craft. It'll make room for my talent. It'll make room for my business. It'll make room for that house. So the basis, your obedience to God has to be. That's it. That's it. He'll, he will direct me. He will guide me. He will let me know what it is I need to do, where I need to focus. And basically, almost prepare me like I'll hear a voice. Don't take that. Take this. Mm. So I'll go grab that and put it in the car. Do you ever consider motivational speaking? Because I ain't gonna lie, I kind of feel what you're saying. I'm like, you know what? She might be on to something. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of things that I want to do in this life. So this is the foundation for it all. Okay. And then how can God give me give me a million dollars and I basically broke, blow through it? I didn't have the character. I didn't have the discipline. I didn't have what I needed to take care of, manage, and handle that million that he blessed mm -hmm. me with. And if he can't, he can't, if I can't handle the blessing, why give it to me? That is. But if you're going to blow a hundred, you're going to blow a million just as fast. And that's true. So if he can't trust me where I'm at, why would he trust me with more? You got to be faithful in a few things in order to gain more. So I got to take care of and handle what I have now. I have to be a good steward of what we have here. So that means cleaning up, tightening up. Getting rid of cleaning, you know, trying to purge what we don't need. Get our life you in need order. Energy shifting. That's what I be saying. Whenever you have certain things, because you do have attachment. So once you start getting rid of stuff, I say, oh, so she's making room for new energy. Yeah, and that's kind of how I receive it. You you make room for new energy. Nah, you make room for new blessings. Back thing on you or thing. What you talking about? You, that thing you made me a silver version. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, my mom got a conversion table and used it half once. Inversion. I use it because it's in the thing, baby. Look, <laughs> hey, I'm about, I'm about ready to put you. You can put it out. Uh, I show use it. Oh, it'll be her second time in three years, guys. <laughs> Look at that rate. <laughs> they might have more dust than it do equity. Good God. No, baby. Because if you if you notice that I have an inversion table, mm -hmm. two massage tables, mm -hmm. and a massage chair. Mm -hmm. Great, baby. That's that whole healing thing going on. So it just adds to it. Okay, so back on, we're still rolling through energy. What would you recommend health-wise for people to do or to observe to make their health energy just as good as their mental energy? Well, I recommend them meditating. Okay. Um, How do you do that? Meditation for me is clearing my mind of thoughts and connecting to God. Just like a complete tune in, tune in, tapped in, turned on. I can't do that. Well, I mean, I can't in a good word. I am not well practiced with being able to cut off the world and just focus for half a second my, on something outside of the world. Those chips are where you help. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, guys. But, but, but it's no, it's, I, I just, it's a practice. It's a practice of it all because we're teaching your brother now, little one, how to meditate and clear his mind. And he he's has good to at it. He has to meditate daily for so many minutes. It okay. is written in everything that he does every day is meditation, <laughs> Bible reading, um, you know, um, just chores. Okay. 
So, you know, we try to make sure he's a well-rounded child. But it's it's almost like he's our umpteenth chance to get it almost right. No, I take it as the first because this is the first time you guys know who you are specifically. And now you can show him who he is. That that part too. Because I tell everybody, I give my parents grace because you guys didn't have no rule book. Like, we didn't, and it, and that's another thing. I, I, I give I give my mom grace too because she could only love me as much as she knew. Yeah, and, and what how she was taught to love. She could she wasn't emotionally there for us, and my mom was greedy. So <laughs> she was. Well, she still is. My she know we tell her it's okay. <laughs> So my mom would um, go and get her uh, T-bone steak and saute it with some onions and some mushrooms and make her some scrambled eggs. And she'd sit there and she would have a field day with that steak and eggs and onions and mushrooms. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. We standing there with our mouth watering and she eating. Oh. We ain't touch that plate until she got done. Oh, greedy. Yeah, my mom was greedy. <laughs> she was greedy. So, so, and we tell her that now. She's like, no, I didn't. I said, yeah, mama, you did. And we laugh about it I'm now because lie. we've gotten to that point. Parental amnesia is the thing. Y'all be forgetting some of the stuff. For rental amnesia, I'm parental telling you, amnesia. you parents forget some stuff. Hey, hey, it is I know, what it is. Because uh, it was actually funny. Me and uh, Rankin, uh, the, what number is he in? He's, He's five. five. Number five. Five. of uh, oh, we, uh, we were having the interview with my uncle. And we remember your Achilles injury, my dad's Achilles injury, a lot more different than what Brent remembered. And we were like, no, we're pretty sure this is exactly how it happened. This might be how our dad told it to us. And then our uncle said, are you sure? And we said, now, two of us got lying. We, somebody got to be telling the truth. <laughs> so it's parental amnesia. Sometimes you forget some of the good stuff. Hey, sometimes. Hey, baby, I forgot. And I don't plan on listening. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna remember the jump shot I missed. I'm definitely gonna remember every shot I took. The 360 dunk. Okay. So parental amnesia. That's a new word I'm creating. That's fine. Cause hey, I forget stuff. It's okay. We ain't gonna worry about that. Now, uh, throwing in with parenting, we're almost done with you. You have two kids that have had different forms of school. You've had a private school teaching and public school. Mm -hmm. What have you noticed in the differences? Okay, so the differences that I noticed is um, with CJ going to public school, first going to public school in Bessemer. Oh. Okay, yeah. So, um, Jonesboro, he has some really great and awesome teachers, especially Miss Morris. I mean, that would push him, that made him go to the oratorical contest, mm -hmm. that, that took time out and came and got him mm -hmm. to compete so that he would know, you know, different aspects of life. Mm -hmm. Another, t a, a teacher to help me take care of him, basically. Yeah. Well, not really take care, but pour you into, spent eight hours with pour, a pour into him the way that um, she did. When he got to... Um, the middle school in Belsma, that's when it changed and I had to go up to the school. He was going through things, being a teenager, trying to fit in. Yeah. In Belsma. Yeah, because we are not from there. I am from a country town in, Perry, in Alabama, um, Perry County. 
Marion, Alabama, North Perry is where my family originates from. Mm -hmm. So that's where we come from. And before we were in Bessemer, of course, we were in Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it, it was, it was a lot, it was a lot for him to adjust. It was a lot. And then at the same time, he was adjusting to school. He was adjusting to y'all and adjusting to dad and, and married life and, and all that. Not being the only child anymore. Yeah. He was adjusting to all that. So, so he was, he was going through some stuff. He was going through some stuff. So you think you might want to have done a private school if you could go back? Well, I think if we had done private school with him, it would it would be different. He would be a different. He would be a completely different person. Yeah. So yeah. I think he 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 look what was meant for him happened. Yeah. So is there ever a world where you might imagine your private school young blood moving into a public school? No. Never. It's gonna be one. It's got to be one hell of a public school. Simply because at this moment in time, the intent is different on the teacher's aspect. No, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't even that. The intent may be the same, but too many children in the public school system get lost in the shuffle, okay. and I'm not gonna allow that here. Okay. Because I already tell him he's a genius. He already understands that he's. If he doesn't understand he's a genius, he understands that he's better than average, better okay. than regular. Yeah. With I his mean, grades, with his, with his, yeah, with his <laughs> understanding. So, I think that if he went to public school, he would get lost in the shuffle. He would get too distracted okay. as far as what he could do because he thinks very quickly. That is true. And he can get away with a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. So, I think there would be, I'm not saying too many, but there, there would be too many other influences other than just pouring into him because okay. i really wish he could keep the same teachers mm. throughout his whole life because now, by the time he graduated from high school he would be a college graduate now on the devil's advocate side some people would say then how does he go to a public college after being atoned to just private school well he has brothers he has sisters he has family that he goes to spend time with so it's just going to be really out. It's it's just the point that of the social aspect he'll be fine. Okay, because I'm Cause sure on the intelligent aspect socially. he won't struggle at all for mm -hmm. school. But everybody knows college is more than just mm -hmm. getting your books. The hardest but, part about college is everything else. That's what I tell everybody. But we will manage things that adults do at home before mm -hmm. he leaves the house, mm -hmm. so that he will understand his ability and capabilities as an adult. Yeah, as okay. of adult version Roman. Because right. as of right now, Roman don't want to go to college. He, he doesn't want to? Right now, he and does he's not. he's entitled to do that. And, and that is true, but... But being a WWE star might not be his best bet. <laughs> well, he wants to be a ninja wrestler. You need to get that... Don't get it twisted. Oh, excuse me. Ninja wrestler. Ninja wrestler. Yes, don't get well, it twisted. You know. I'm just saying, don't get it twisted. Okay. He wants to be okay, a ninja uh, wrestler. Scorpion. I don't know. Whatever he wants to be. Oh, We're about done. So, my last things. Questions have you ever had for me? Not at the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because we talk, we talk, 
a lot. Well, we I mean, always talk. And if I got a question, you just ask. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, baby. Even if it's a sensitive one, it's uh, baby. Well, how about this? Suggestions you would give me as you evaluate who I am right now. <clears throat> Try to flow a little bit more. Oh. Have you met my dad? I have. He's learning. He's, he <laughs> actually he he doesn't really go against the flow. He'll ask questions along the way to get a better understanding of what's going on. I always read my dad as he uh he knows where the current is flowing. That's why he's less concerned about going with the flow. <laughs> no. No. He always seems to be five steps ahead. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah, because he so thinks he thinks like ahead. He knows the way the wind is blowing and the way the waves are gonna Yeah, push. he think he thinks ahead to prepare us for whatever it is that's coming. Mm. See he, the chaos, somebody has to have something. Because he says mine is usually in the clouds. Huh? I'm, I'm, I am always thinking of things to create, mm. ways to. You don't stay on the ground much. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I and and I I, I I am guilty of detaching from the world. Mm. I will detach in a minute. Just yeah. uh, whatever it is. If it doesn't sit right in my spirit, if it causes me grief. If it makes me feel like, oh my God, I can't watch this, that, or whatever. Mm. I so don't you stay think. away from the news then? <laughs> oh, I don't watch the news. Oh. I don't watch the news. I mean, you don't know what the weather looking like. I don't know. I, check, I got a weather app. Oh, there's, so no, there's no negative connotations in the weather app. You see <laughs> what temperature, what time, how much, how much rain. <laughs> da, 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 da. They, look, they give me so numbers. So you keep thinking, thinking out of your energy. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I can, if it if it bothers my spirit, uh-uh. I don't want no parts in that. Now, don't get me wrong. I will be there for the tough times. Mm -hmm. I will be there for the tough questions. I will be there for the hard part when it comes to our lives. But you're not going to just make that a part of your integral life, just being surrounded by negativity. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh-uh. Baby, look, you're going to keep it pushing. Chips or Oh, yeah. We'll eat some chips and boy and keep on moving <laughs> with the world. Because, baby, I'm trying to help people not give a shit one person at a time. Hey, listen. I'm trying to help people not give a shit one person at a time. That's a marketing scheme. What, what did I tell you? Them three Fs. If yep. they don't fuck you, feed you, or finance you, yep. they don't matter. That is true. Okay? That is how my life works. Mm. Well, I guess Now, I love you. <laughs> You're my child, so that's different. Uh, that's family. Not to be petty, my dad didn't want to be on the interview. He made 15 excuses, but he always the one with the greatest content. I'm sick of this man. He's going to come on one of these episodes. He ducking me because he don't want me to ask the real questions like, who's his favorite? <laughs> Your mama? <laughs> I'm the favorite. I win. Yeah. I win. That's a cop out. Hey. No, that's the truth. <laughs> I like her best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, this is where I give your marketing. You can give out your last. Like, what do you do? How do people reach you for oh, the marketing? Oh, man. Schemes? Okay, so the thing about it would be what don't I do? Um, mm -hmm. If I can think about it, I can create it, I can make it. So if I see it visually in my head, mm -hmm. I know that it's going to come into fruition in my hands okay. at some point in time. Um I make body butter and eye cream and sugar scrubs. I make jewelry, um, bracelets, um, earrings, waist beads, 
waist beads, um, necklaces. Um, I do, I still do massage therapy by appointment. Um, like uh, parties, do a massage party, uh, 10, no more than 10 to 15 people. Okay. Um, I do meal prep. Oh. Um, I do <clears throat> adult drinks and snacks and beverages. Oh, so Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, uh, Hennessy lemonades, oh. um, strawberry mm. Hennessy lemonade. Um, I do, those are adult beverages. Yeah. I just drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, um, what else do I do? Um, my favorite thing you've always told me, you said one of your, the best marketing lines I've ever heard. Somebody asked you, what do you do? And you said, well, what do you need? I said, ah, oh, Jesus, that's almost harder than a Jay-Z bar right there. Yeah. And, and that is one of the things like, what do you do? It will either be, what do you need or what don't I do? Yeah. So it would be one of those two things. Well, what social medias can people contact you in still for business aspects? <laughs> My dad said, don't call her. Call me and I'll get to you. <laughs> well, okay. okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> okay. There you go. Contact talk, me. Talk to Trey um, or contact my husband and <laughs> you can get to me. Wait, 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 wait. No, because he don't want that either. Just contact me and I'll handle it. Okay. That's fine, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, contact Trey and, and we, can, we can get to you hmm. as soon as possible. I guess but, so. Um, yeah, what, what, what else? Massage therapy. Because uh, I know I'm going to forget something. We can have a part two one of these days. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, let me see. My last message for this episode would be... Um, if the wind's not blowing the way you don't want it to, learn to accept rather than question. How about this? Stop trying to go upstream. Yeah. Flow with the river and where it's going. Stop trying to go against the grain, against the wind. Using up all your effort and all your energy and then you be tired and you still going to have to go back downstream. <laughs> well, there's that on that. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in to the I Speak Code Switch podcast and I'll catch you again next episode.